Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the Trinity Word Ministry Podcast. Tonight we will be reading from Revelation chapter 21, starting with verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Isn't that a wonderful, wonderful thought? That at the end of this life, when all of the troubles and heartaches and problems are over, that we will live eternally with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. What a wonderful concept. What a wonderful thought. That right there should be enough to make you want to be a part of heaven and God's family. But, you know, we've got something here on this earth as well. Sure, when we get to heaven, he, he's going to wipe away all of our tears. And he's going to wipe away all of the sorrow. And there will be no more death and no crying and no pain because all of that is going to pass away. And while we're here on this earth, we will have crying. We will have tears. We will have sorrow. We will have death. We'll have pain. But we will also have a lawyer. A lawyer who sits on the right hand of the judge who, by the way, happens to be his father. You know, I have no problem, I have no qualms, if you will, with having a lawyer whose father is also the judge. I have no problem with that. He said he sits on the right hand making intercession for you and I. But intercession for what? Why does he have to? Because we're in a body of flesh, we're still human, we're still here on this earth, and there's a sin nature that creeps up on us, that comes out sometimes as a roaring lion, and we say things we shouldn't, and we do things we shouldn't, and we act ways that we shouldn't. That's when the lawyer comes in. That's when we go to our lawyer and we ask for forgiveness, and he turns to the judge, his father, and says, Father, forgive them. And God the Father says, Okay, son, because of you and because of what you've done on the cross of Calvary, I will forgive them. How wonderful it is to know that when we get to heaven, there will be no more pain. But how marvelous it is to know that while we live here in this body of pain, in this body of mistakes, in this body of errors, that our 
eldest brother acts as our lawyer, but he also acts as our friend. He acts as our guide. If we'd learn to listen to him more, we wouldn't need, if we'd learn to listen to him as our guide, we wouldn't need him as our lawyer as much. And some days we do listen to him as our guide and we don't get into those troubles. But as I said, we still have this body of flesh and we still have the sin nature and oftentimes we shut off and shut out his leading and his guiding and then we have to go to him as our lawyer. But he said that's okay. That's what he was there for. So not only do we have hope in the afterlife, in the time that's to come, that we will be in a perfect location, but we also have hope in this body of flesh that when we make mistakes, and trust me, <laughs> we do make mistakes, we have a lawyer. We have a best friend. We have a brother. And he will go to his father on our behalf. Now you say, well, I don't know this Jesus that you're talking about. I don't know this Father that you're talking about. Well, I'm here to tell you that today, whenever you're listening to this, whether it's the same day that I put this out on the internet, or if it's a hundred days from now, or maybe, who knows, maybe this will last a hundred years. I don't know. But whenever you're listening to it, that's the day that you could know the Father, that you could know the Son, that you can know the Holy Spirit, often called the Holy Ghost. Because you see, the three operate as one, but also as separately. Their mission is the same. Their way of going about it is a little different. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. In Genesis, it tells us that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the darkness. See, so you see, God created it through the Holy Spirit. I've often been told that God thought it, Christ spoke it, and the Holy Spirit put it into action. You can look at it that way. But all three operate as one. They just have different mechanisms to get that operation done. You could know the Father. You could know the Son. You could know the Holy Spirit. Tonight, today, wherever, whenever you're listening to this. Because you see, he said that he came, that whosoever believes would not perish. If you believe, that's for you. The Spirit is drawing you. You're not listening to this by coincidence. You're not listening to this by chance. You just didn't happen to flip over and find this. God drew you to it, not to me, but to him. 
He just right now is using my voice to put out his words to your ears so that you can know without a shadow of a doubt that when you take your last breath here, your next breath is there. Where is there? Where the Heavenly Father dwells. That's where heaven is. Now, physically, where is it located? It's located in the heavens. But you see, it doesn't matter where it's physically located. It just matters that eventually you will be there. It's important for you to understand that you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised your next breath. You're not promised your next heartbeat. All you have to do to make heaven your home, to go to a place where there's no more pain, to go to a place where there's no more sorrow, where there's no crying, where there's no tears being shed, to go to that location, all you have to do is to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth and ask Christ to forgive you. There's nothing else. There's no other jobs that you have to do. There's no more task that you have to perform. There's no miracles that must work through you. You just have to go to Christ and confess and ask for forgiveness. Now you say, confess. I can't remember all the bad things that I've done. Well, neither could I. I couldn't remember half of the bad stuff that I've done. I'm not saying you have to list it out. You don't have to do a bullet point. You don't have to do a slideshow. You don't have to have it mapped out. You just have to confess that you are a sinner and that as a sinner, you are separated from God. And then you have to ask for forgiveness. Oh, well, you're a good person. I know you keep the law. You've not murdered. You've not killed. You've not stolen. You've not lied. You've not done any of these things. All ten commandments you've kept. But Christ was told one time, Good master, how may I be saved? What must I do to be saved? And he looked at the man and he said, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but God the Father. So even if Christ, as Christ was fully man and he was fully God, but the man was speaking, Christ the man was speaking, and he was saying, why are you calling me good? I'm not good, I'm a man. So even if Christ recognized that the man part of him wasn't good, then that should recognize, we should recognize that the man, the woman, the flesh part of us is not good. There is nothing good in us. Our good is just as filthy rags. Our righteousness is but filthy rags. The best that you can do is filth. The best that you can do is to put out dirty, worn-out clothing. That's the best you can do. But when you come to Christ, He puts a new robe on you. He renews your mind. He transforms it, and He makes it brand new. That's what God can do for you.
we're at the start of a new year. This is the first Tuesday of the new year, and we're at the start of a brand new year. And you could say that, you know, this year is brand new and there's no mistakes in it. And, and there isn't, except for the first four days that we've been in this new year. But it's a fresh, clean slate. Well, your life can be a fresh, clean slate each morning. All you have to do is come to the Lord. He doesn't hold anything against you. He doesn't remind you of your past failures. He doesn't hold a grudge. If he gets mad at you, he doesn't throw the mistakes that you've made in your face. Well, you remember that one time? No, he doesn't do that. He loves you no matter what. So this year, 2022, could be the year that's fresh and new each and every day if you'll just accept Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your many blessings, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you'll move and that you'll touch, that whoever listens to this, God, that you'll anoint their ears to hear and their hearts to receive, Lord. I ask, Lord, that you'll touch those that are listening, Lord, and that you will move on this podcast, that it will be listened to many, many more people. Lord, not because I want to be known or not because I want to have my voice all over the world, but because, Lord, I want your word all over the world. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Until we talk again, take care of each other. Have a great day.